go and live in the garden. Curry sauce and sausage. sausage. Chuck it in your mouth and you probably end up swallowing it. <laughs> <on your mouth. laughs> It's such a weird thing that I, he doesn't even know what, where it came from. A man appeared in full camo. Now then, thanks for joining us. Welcome to this week's podcast with me, Van Hemo, and the Babylon Bell brothers, Luke and Rich. This is it, that thing you've all been waiting for. Numero says. <laughs> episode six rehearsing in my head through the the intro link and oh yeah i know all this bit and then that came up and it threw me off <laughs> hopefully you listen to us right now on one of our major podcast platforms we're on spotify apple pods pocket cast google pods breaker radio public as long as it's one of them and not some torrent site down with piracy <laughs> you can't yeah. review us on pirate websites i don't think we're on LimeWire yet pirate pods you can take their peg legs and pod off so what we're we saying boys i'm feeling yeah, it good. i'm feeling sweaty I'm feeling good. I'm the opposite of all them things. So I've just got out of the shower because I've been off work today. I've been what? sat in the boat. Yeah, I took the day off today. Random so, Thursdays off. Thursday off. Are you off, off yeah. tomorrow? No, I'm at work tomorrow. Mate, you fucking psychopath. Just so, the Thursday. I've been sat in the garden all day and I am so sunburnt. It's unbelievable. Oh it looks like I've been slapped about. Like I've just Did got you buy sunscreen? And, no, there was no cream applied. Come on, LB, man. You're a loser. Get with that advert where that girl's head's all gone, goes weird. Yeah, you don't deserve the skin you're in. Yeah, oh. the skin you're in. Everyone knows his adverts. Crispy. Um, two little weird bits of uh, info from last week. Ooh. Uh, on the age topic, you asked me uh, what Harry thought about age and what, how old I was. Yeah. Report back. He said, he thinks I'm 32. Okay. That's how old he thinks I am. I said to, so I asked him, how old do you think's old? And he said 39. So I've got a few years in me yet. Did you slip him some pocket money to uh, feed him? No, no, that? no. This is just, just out of the blue. He just wanted to be part of the podcast. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get it on the old Instagram. But boys, we've actually been drawn our first bit of fan art. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Does it look good? It does. I mean, LB looks very LB in it. <laughs> I didn't know whether I'd shared it with you in the group yet or not. not Squinty eyes. Yeah. And you're sort of doing a very sort of daft LB face in it. But no, it looks really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll uh, let's get it on the Instagram. We definitely welcome any feedback and any fan art. If anyone wants to draw a picture of us, depict us in stories, reconstruct one of our podcast tales. Yeah. Let's have a look. Nice. Okay. I like it. LB's eyes are closed. Yeah, they're always closed. And he's got his eyebrow pierced. I like it. He's got his eyes Which one am I? Am I the one with the beard? <laughs> They've all got beards. Yeah, that's great. We'll get that up on the Instagram. People will be able to see that before they even listen to this, probably. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll speak to the uh, the artist and get it sent over. Very nice. Lovely jubbly. So anything else been happening this week? We know there's definitely been chippies in the park. Chippies yeah. in the park. Yeah, had that the there's other been night. photographic that was... evidence. That was awesome. Yeah, I did a bit of deep dive analysis on the photograph. For the uh, audio, all our listeners out there, yeah, there were. Was it a little record leg? Was the uh, big booze of choice in the photo? It wasn't it? Wasn't it? Was an old Mount Berries and Cherries? Oh, mate, same thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Bezers and Chezers. Yeah, look like curry sauce on the sausage. Curry sauce on the sausage. I thought it was old moot, moot as in boot, not mount as in clout. Yeah, is it? Well, potato, potato. If you want a sponsorship, yeah, and hence why I went record league or whatever I said. No, it looked like a very nice day. We've been enjoying lovely weather. That's there the weather we done. Just checking off the <laughs> list section. Yeah. Um, it's been El Scorchio today when I had me bit of lunch out in the garden. Been doing some water balloons just before the podcast. Nice. How do you fill them up? Do you do it on the sink on the tap? Uh, we're doing them on the bath tap. Was the best tap I could find oh, in the right. house to do them on. Popping okay. them out the back bedroom window into the garden. Lovely. Holly while she was tidying up. Which was great. <laughs> I do love a water balloon. I miss water fights actually. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I did like a good water fight as a kid. Just loads of kids in the street. And you've got all your water balloons and water pistols. Yeah. Yes. Super soaker. Wetter is better. <laughs> Sticking with the adverts. <laughs> yeah. um, I believe we've all been playing video games a lot this week. It's been a is heavy, that... heavy week on the old That's been our extracurricular activities. Yeah. New PlayStation game. Last of Us. All three of us, yeah? yeah? Yeah. It shows dedication to the pod that I'm sat here now and not curtain shut <laughs> in the way of playing the game. But no, very bit, very busy week on the old gaming front. 
I believe so. Been pretty much my whole evenings. And now, so this is actually a nice little break. Can I just get a temperature check on how everyone's doing? Hot. I'm pretty good at the minute. I've got a nice Jack Daniels of Coke with loads of ice in. So I'm pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty chilled at the minute. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not dying. Why are you dying, Rich? Uh, well, no, the Fahrenheit is definitely, the temperatures are rising and I usually like prep myself two beers for the pod, a little behind the scenes here. The second one, the condensation running down it is like advert worthy because it's so hot. I think it's just condensed up. It looks fantastic. Um, I'm having a Cronenberg and I don't particularly ever get Cronenberg. Is it a big bottle? No, no, just a can. But I just, as a brand, I'm not a much of a crony drinker. I used to be. I used to really enjoy a crony. Was it 1964 or 1864? 1664. But it got me thinking, do you remember Cronenberg Blanc? Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, the old Blanc, yeah. I used to um, go to the same bar all the time, like a live sort of venue. You could go and play gigs there. On Tuesdays, it was just jam night. Anyone could get up and play. And they had a full kit and guitars and everything to use. Me and my mates used to go all the time, go and do it jam out, go back to the caravan afterwards, you know, wasted. But I'd go, I went in one day and I said to the barman, like, oh, you know, just a pint. He's like, well, do you want a pint of Blanc? I was like, oh, no, that's, that's disgusting, man. Like, I tried someone's once. He was like, you had about five pints of it last night. And all the mates were like, yeah, you were drinking it all night. And I was like, what? Bloody hell. <laughs> I'd got proper wasted on it. But it Blank tastes weird. your mind. What is it? What does it even taste like? White beer. It's I don't wheat, it was, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know what was, was in a Was it blanc. almost citrusy or? Yeah, no, I think like, it was. A, I think it had something to it, a little tartness. It was like when they were messing with beers, but not getting into the old IPA American pale ale vibes. When it, it was a little bit more just is a slight twist on lager. <laughs> like what were those other? Oh zest? yeah, it did. It, did it, it added like a twist of lemon in it. Yeah, it mm. did. Blanc. I remember the glass as well. I was like, oh, it's a knobby glass. Really yeah, it was quite sort of thin at the bottom and then quite vase at the top, wasn't it? Ooh, refreshing citrus twist. A twist that brings a little ooh-la-la to every day. Crony <laughs> <laughs> Blanc. It's like such a weird, like, nostalgia trip on the lager scene. I remember Jamie was big into the Blancs, man. Blanc topped. Yeah. Oh, double lemon. Double lemons. I think because I worked at a pub when I was like 15, 16, collecting glasses and stuff, and just whatever drinks we'd get to drink in the little back room, me and my little co-workers, whatever we could kind of nick or whatever. And I remember always drinking bottles of wholesome pills, but they were the bottles that came in in crates, and then you send the bottles back again. Did they have like the little metal flip top lid? No, but they did on the Grolsch ones, didn't it? Grolsch was a bit too strong for me. It was too much BO. Yeah, it was a bit weedy in it. What about... um... I've actually got quite back into the Desperados of late. Have you? Mm. With lime or without? Without. Have they not got like different ones of them as well? I've seen like extra tequila. Probably. Yeah, I've seen like red ones and that of them. I mean, it's just my little corner shop has them for a quid a bottle, so that's why. Oh, do they? Yeah, and they're just super refreshing when it's well up. Okay, I'll kick us off this week then. So, yeah. this week, my topic is word and phrase origins. Is this a, is this some sort of Chrome browser pop-up installed? Uh, no, it's not, but I've uh, <laughs> been browsing the depths of the internet to try and find as many as I could. Are we um, going to be talking a lot of Latin? No, not really. Good. So, origins of words or phrases. Yeah, that's what I said. Cool. Okay. Hit me with one. Hair of the dog. Any ideas? Hmm. Because uh, dogs don't get hangovers? No, nothing to do you with lick, that. If you lick a dog? Almost. Maybe it's the other oh. way around. Okay, you get a dog to lick you, and mm. it's magical saliva. Gets rid of your hangover. Not quite. Okay, so the expression is a shortened version of a hair of the dog that bit you. Right. So it comes from an old belief that someone bitten by a dog could be cured of rabies by taking a portion containing some of the dog's hair. So the correlation suggests that although alcohol may be to blame for the hangover, a smaller portion of the same will paradoxically Ah, act as a cure. I was wondering how the rabies was going to change for booze, but I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a bit of the same. Slowly progressed over time into hair of the dog and 
into booze rather than rabies. There we go. I've got to testify, I think it is a very good cure. Yeah. For the hangover. To just get drunk again. No, no, not necessarily drunk. Just have a, you know, a bit of a take the edge off one. Mm. If a night out is a whole head of hair, how much is a hair the next morning? (laughs) Swift half. Depends how fucked up you were, is that right? Maybe. But okay, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, into I that one. It. Okay, so the next one is the word posh. Any ideas where this originated from? Posh? Like, is it, yeah. it's dead yeah. posh in here? Yeah. Posh spice, mm. I don't know, mate. Posh, so. No, is it not French. Good. Does push mean something? Posh. Nope. So it's actually <laughs> uh, an abbreviation. Okay, of what? So, the story goes that well-to-do passengers on ships travelling between England and India used to have posh written against their bookings, standing for port, out, starboard, home, indicating that more desirable cabins on the shady side of the ship. So, if you had a bit more cash, you would buy it. So, when you were sailing out to India, you'd be on the port, on the port side, and then when you were coming back, you'd be on the starboard side because your cabin would be in the shade, so it's not roasting. So, you get a shirt that says posh? No, you just get a booking. Like, oh, okay. I thought no you had shirts. Wear... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were wearing a shirt that had like massive letters P O S H. It's just a it's sort of novelty cruise ship t shirt. Everyone's turning their nose up at them. Like, oh, look at those posh idiots. Everyone in the posh shirts. Posh just, cabins. Everyone in the posh shirts just clicking the fingers and pointing at each other. Bosh. Is awesome. the next word bosh? Well, yeah, I that... No, it's not. The next one is Black Friday. Is it to do with pirates? No, it's got nothing to do with pirates. Is it to do with snow melting, black ice? No. I didn't. Yeah, I know, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. You, you know it, okay? Yeah, I know it. Go on, Google then. knows it. <laughs> Google, thanks. Um, is it to do with bank balance being back in the black as opposed to being in the red? It is indeed financially. Yes. So apparently it was the first day that retailers were apparently back in the black opposed to being in the red. So in debt, yeah. First day they've turned a profit. Nice. Makes sense. And it, it is in the lead up to Christmas, isn't it, generally? Yeah, yeah. isn't uh, it between Halloween or November. Thanksgiving? I think it's the last Friday in November, isn't it? Yeah, well, these days I feel like it's like Cyber Monday, Mental Tuesday, yeah. like wonky Wednesday. It just gets a bit wild, but yeah, okay. But it's been called Black Friday since the 1960s. I don't think it went back that far. Yeah, they were they were just weren't like ripping TVs out, plasmas no. out of each other's hands in Tesco. Going in and grabbing a huge forty-inch, massive old TV, it's heavy. <laughs> Give me that! Ugh. Dropping it on your toes. <laughs> okay, next one is bite the bullet. Do you bite the bullet to make sure it's real? No. Okay. Because what does it really mean? It means you've got to bite the bullet. You've got to. You just go, go and do it. it. You've just got to do it. Do it. Yeah. Don't hesitate. Just do it. Nike. Um. <laughs> Bite the bullet. Nike. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Go on. What? Okay, so doctors, when they were short on anaesthetic during battle, would ask the patient to bite down a bullet to distract from the pain. What, rather well, than as as... anything else, a stick of wood or well, a bit of... You're getting shot anything, at. Anything but a bullet. The barrel of your gun, even. It doesn't feel like I could like get enough nibbly on it. Like If it was a bit of wood, it's got a bit of give... Not that I'd like the wood, but you know what I mean. Like some of that's got to bite the mate. If you'd just but... been shot shot in the leg, you'd be biting on anything. And he's like, bite this, and you chuck it in your mouth, and you probably end up swallowing it. I'm like, oh, sorry, have you got another one? And he's like, we're running out of ammo. He's like, this man didn't die of his leg being blown off. He choked on a bullet. <laughs> he swallowed seven bullets and died of lead poisoning. <laughs> yeah, this patient seems to have forty-two rounds in his stomach. Yeah, he was shot in the leg. Okay, next one is turn a blind eye. You'll never get this one, so I'll just tell you this. Go on then. Wait, I want so, a quick guess. Go, go on then. then, have a quick Turn a quick blind guess. eye. So, to do with glass eyes, how you can make them spin around. Oof, do you know what? I'm close. You're close. Okay. So, the British naval hero, Admiral Horatio Nelson, once had a blind eye. Once, when he was the British forces, signalled for him to stop attacking a fleet of Dutch ships. He held up a telescope to his blind eye and said, I didn't see the signal he attacked, and nevertheless was victorious. Ooh. 
So you, that that's just something you know, is it? You didn't just read that out? No, I've like I've heard of some <laughs> of them before. He's done his research. Yeah, I was just kidding, man. No, it was just like I just loved like the full name in this this chap and that. It was just great. I, it was this just chap, funny. he's on about Lord Nelson. Yeah. Lord Nelson, the pub around the corner from it's yours. Like one of the best lords. Yeah, mate, we're mates. I know this chap. This chap, he needs more respect. Mention it <laughs> next time you go, and you might get a free pint. Yeah. I'll have a look at his eye. Okay, next one, hands down. Yeah, now what? So, like the term "hands down," like hands oh, sorry, down, I thought you were the best peanut butter sandwich I've ever had. Hands down. Um, well, I suppose "hands up" is when you ask someone who has experienced this or who has the answer. Hands up and hands down for the others. Is it like it, it's not related to like playing cards? Type hands down. Is it like laying your best? No. Oh. So. It comes from horse racing. So if you right. were so far ahead, like a jockey would be up on his horse with his hands and pulling on the reins, whereas he'd be so far ahead, he'd be sat on the horse and just hands in his lap, just riding comfortably to the end of the race. So hands down, he was going to win. Hands down, he was going to win. Cool, okay. It's mad how, how so many of these, like, the origins of it get so, like, far removed. And From then you just it use it. In. Yeah, or you just say them without a second thought as to what the hell am I even on about. Mm-hmm. Do you say all of these sayings quite a lot, LB? Yeah, hands down. Uh, hands down. You always biting the bullet. <laughs> biting the bullet, turning blind eye. Black Friday, I, I have to deal with every year for work. Not so much posh and hair of the dog. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, and then this is my last one. It'll cost an arm and a leg. Surely medieval times, people chopping off and selling their body parts. 18th century. Yeah, people selling their body parts for money to medical <laughs> science. Not quite. <laughs> Not quite, like but almost. <laughs> no, no, nowhere near. <laughs> Sat on the sofa, where's your arm and a leg gone? Check out with the new telly. <laughs> Got it, Black Friday. Yeah. How much did you Hands get for down your arm? The best, best, bit, <laughs> best move I've ever made. I bit the bullet and bought it. It's like, hey, look, I got two small arms for one big leg. <laughs> you just got an extra two arm sticker. <laughs> Okay, so this relates to 18th century paintings. So as famous people like George Washington would have their portraits done, but they'd be done without limbs. So, do you know when you see like regal paintings on the wall, you never see their legs or their arms in it. It's just an upper torso and a head because you'd have to pay more for arms and legs to be in it for the painter to okay. do it. Wow. Well, because they're Quite... complicated things to paint. Yeah, and it just takes more time. And like More than a face. <laughs> face has got loads of features. I know, but like, how many times do you see people just like sat in like pose rather than full stood up? They should have just had an arm and a leg specialist and just got them in, and he could have charged an arm and a leg and comes in just paints. Oh, that's a nice torso you've done there. Just let me finish that up for you. (laughs) Bring in the arm and a leg specialist. (laughs) Just an arm there, a little leg there, quick leg there. Hands are quite hard. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd probably, I would, I'd probably rather tackle a hand over a face, like you say, Hemo. But I really like that. Drawing by Escher. You know the hand drawing another hand? Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to draw that quite a lot, or my attempt at it anyway. How many of them drawings were like you putting a pencil around your hand and just tracing your hand? Oh, yeah. Love doing that. <laughs> I haven't done it for a while, though. Have you ever heard anyone do that on your whole body outline? The old pencil around it? Yeah, against a wall in my mate's grand's house. <laughs> she had like a huge big house. What age? Uh, probably about 17, 18. <laughs> and we used to go up and just hang out in the top floor of his nan's house. We had sort of disco lights, speakers, loads of old vintage furniture, and the whole wall was just everyone's outline. And then we'd write words with inside it, and dra- yeah. like draw around guitars, put their, hold them up against the wall. It was really quite cool. Sweet. Lots of weird graffiti on there. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that's it from me. Well, when you said, you told us what the subject would be, so I thought, ah, oh, I'm going to have to go and figure this out myself, but I didn't give myself too much time. But the only thing I thought of was some of the ones that I've done myself, and it was things <laughs> like n- nicknames. I haven't got loads of yeah. examples or anything, but giving people nicknames, what are the origins of that? And things like, for example, this was one I thought of. I had a friend, and we call him the dog, and the reason he's called the dog is because his name's actually Graham. Right. But that sounds a bit like Greyhound and a hound dog. So he's just the dog. <laughs> That's the, the origin. And then yeah. I've got a plant. That we name all of our plants in this house. Just, you know, a house plant. And we've got one and the it's called Homer. Can you have a guess where the, the origin came from? Is it Simpsons related? No. No, it's not. And not Homer's Odyssey. Basically, the plant genus is a croton. 
which sounds like a crouton, which you have with soup, like a superhero. And at the time we were watching Boys, there was a Homelander in it. And uh, that's why we call him Homer. <laughs> Just an, a little snapshot into the mind of uh, Van Hemo. <laughs> Well, that's that's how you get names, isn't it? I do like when nicknames get abstracted or like daft sayings that you say. Yeah. Um, what what are your hmm. sayings? Yeah, you put me on the spot. I don't know. Hey, if you say something's good, it's like ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that come from? Ribs. Okay, so ribs comes from my uh, soon-to-be future brother-in-law. And I think the way he described it was, so the original term was ribs 19. And I don't really understand the numeric value to how good something was, was based on its rib scale from one to 19, I believe. Right. And, you know, essentially the best being ribs 19. And then it just stuck. And it was just something that was just like, it is well ribs. And then I just, it just stuck with me for the last 10 years that that is, it's it's ribs. I, I sort of I, I tell you what on that I'll, I'll find out more because I don't think I know the true origins. But I just as a saying it was very infectious and I just sort of liked the term. I was going to yeah. say Hemo, what about bed being dip? Where where did that come from? Uh, I'm not sure. Be- it might just it could be because I think more like you say kip. I'm going for a yeah. kip. I think it's I don't know if it's just northern or Scottish or anything what people say, but going for a kip hit the kit and then me and my friends used to change a lot of words to start yeah. with the letter d and so right. kit became dip so we're gonna go to the dip <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something i use from living with you for so long i still use it now and I, I i see holly looking at me every now and again saying like why the hell do you call it that the dip yeah and, and uh, then but else? i don't know i think we, we used it a lot as well because of things like we'd call it the mozzie dip like right. as in a mozzarella dipper but yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we get in the mozzie dip? I thought it was going to be mosquitoes. <laughs> the mozzie dip. Yeah. But Just no, the I, I think there's there's so within you know our little circle of conversation, and I do really like that sort of like abstracting words and messing about with what stuff is like. Again, with uh, window one and like teeth, I we'd always refer to them as pegs. Yeah. Toothy pegs. Yeah, yeah. You brush and your it's pegs. just like, a, yeah, I'm going to go brush my pegs. And like even uh, my stepson now, I hear him, you know, I off uh, at night, I've, you know, saying, go brush your pegs. And now I hear him say to Momo, I've, I've brushed my pegs. And it's just like <laughs> such a weird thing that I, he doesn't even know what, where it came from, but it's just like that sort of sphere of influence of daft little sayings. It's strange. My mum used to say it to me when I was a little kid. Yeah. Go and, go and brush your pegs. But yeah. as soon as I was old enough to be like, oh, that's not cool. I'm going to say teeth like everyone else. Well, I'm bringing it back. Pegs, I like it. I'm not a big fan of teeth. They're a bit weird. What, just in just, general? Yeah, like quite little weird stones in your mouth. They're, they're an odd little thing. Bri doesn't just... like the sound of it when I'm brushing my teeth. No. She can listen to her own, but if I'm in the room brushing mine, she goes crazy. Are you electric tooth brushing? Are you a man? No, well? not, not at the moment. I did go electric for a couple of years, and then I think I had two that broke. And I was just like, okay, I'll leave it for a while. I've not gone back yet, but I definitely plan to. I love electric. I can't get into it. No? What, no. brushing your teeth? No, electric. <laughs> Spent a fortune on it as well. It just does that out all the graft, man. Definitely. Nah. I used to like it having the buzz as well, so it sort of tells you when 30 seconds goes. Don't trust it. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll move on to oh, another section. The little, so they the all little get quadrants. Equal. Yeah, that's it. You know, I feel bad using a normal toothbrush. Plastic and all that. Bad for the planet. What's your electric one made out of? Well, plastic, but you don't throw it <laughs> away as much. Not the whole thing, just the the head. We could just go bamboo. Let's go bamboo. Any other word origins, LB? Words you say? Uh, No. Little family words that just you and the missus say? I mean, mean you started to refer to bread as batch at some point, and I still refer to it as that now, but I don't know where where that originated from. We used to just Um, say dry batch, as in eating slices of bread straight out of the the bag without putting anything on it. Bit of dry batch. Lovely for the munchies. (laughs) Now in the fridge. Get a a slice of the dry batch out. Yeah. (laughs) The hard times of yeah, ten. Big number ten. Okay, so it happened just after we recorded the podcast last last week. And when it happened, I thought, shit, that's a great topic. I'll write it down. And my topic is about a remarkable concurrence of events of circumstances 
without apparent casual connection. The old way that just like, I've proper lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's right. I thought you were reading that. No, no. Swallowed a dictionary. Wow. Coincidence, man, is the word I was looking for. Coinky dink. Mm. So what actually happened last week was, uh, finished the podcast, went down to see Harry. We were watching some uh, YouTube on some people making Transformers out of Lego. It was pretty cool, actually. Sounds like fun. Like custom little builds. And then something in my brain thought Lego, and I think you've watched it with me in the past, Emma, but shout out to the Marble Olympics. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jelly's Marble Olympics. Yeah, Jelly's Marble Olympics. And they use a lot of Lego in their sort of set builds for their things. They do. Yeah. So like a very sort of weird just thing in my brain went Lego, Lego in Marble Olympics. I don't think I've ever introduced Harry to the Marble Olympics. So ah. I said to Harry, oh, mate, we should, you should watch the Marble Olympics on YouTube. You'll love it. So we, we Googled it. Well, YouTubed it. It was about, we were three minutes away from live Marble Olympics, the, the Olympics starting live on YouTube. Wow. Wow. And it was just like, fuck me. Like coincidence is so weird. One minute I'm watching some Transformers built in Lego. My brain goes Lego, Marble Olympics. I say Marble Olympics. And then it's the live trials and we're watching it, live streaming it on YouTube. And it's just like, it is such a weird thing. Coincidence, yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like whether you're, you're thinking about something, a song comes on that says the same shit. And I sort of wanted to initially chat around like, what are your experiences with it? What do you think of it? Do you think it means anything? And then I've done a little bit of research on some some things about it. Um, okay. But yeah, I just initially I thought, just get your thoughts on coincidence and, you know, does it happen to you often? Are you somebody that notices it? Is it in the same realm as deja vu? Mm, not necessarily. As in, it doesn't actually exist but it's kind of there and maybe only you notice it. Is it, so, is it, is it a coincidence as a solo experience? No, because it, no, it's like a shared experience because Holly, when we, I said the Marvel Olympics thing, we switched yeah. it on and it was there. She was like, what the fuck? Did you know this was happening? I was like, no, it's just, it's just a bizarre <laughs> little circumstance. I've only bloody been dreaming about it every night. Yeah. yeah. I didn't orchestrate this, start the Lego video. Then I'll say, have you thought about, <laughs> do you know about the Marvel Olympics? Just to say before we carry on, did he, did he enjoy it? Was it amazing? He fucking loved it, mate. Oh, I bloody <laughs> love it too. It's been a regular occurrence. I did. T- I texted Titch last week saying, it's back on. Yeah, on it's, it. it's so good, man. And the commentating is fantastic. It's great. Was it all indoor? Uh, yeah, so far. It was the, uh, it's the qualifiers for the minute. Great. Maybe we'll talk about it again sometime. Yeah. Coincidences. Um I suppose how we met was a good coincidence. I think we touched on it in the last podcast, but like yeah, that was a feel, mental, that was a like that a, was a mental one. What when when you were born and Rich was just there? Yeah, he was just there. <laughs> oh fucking hell! I've got a brother. <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> your name's your name's Bell as well. <laughs> what a coincidence! No, you mean me coming along? Yeah, I mean you yeah. come along to see to visit my cousin. <laughs> me visiting my cousin at uni, and then yeah. you're living there, and I'm like, oh. I don't know. I reckon I know your brother. That's a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Coinky dink. It's that thing. Obviously, it's, it's quite a small city and it could have happened, but still, that's quite a coincidence. There are. Look, look, I'm getting the scale of it now. There's different scales, levels. Yeah. Something could be really coincidental. So there is like, I've been doing like research into like what it, because loads of people think that it like links through to, you know, paranormal activities and like faith and all this, so, like faith. Uh, yeah. Faith. Uh, not faith. Fit, sorry. Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Yeah, and like, you know, that things moving in the universe happen that bring up coincidence. But like, what from what I've been reading it is that like, life is just so complex and so much mental shit's happening all the time simultaneously that eventually two things of like similar ilk will eventually just constantly happen whoa do you know what i mean like you you think of a song a, a radio station is playing the same song just as you think of it but that's oh, happening a billion times over across the planet that eventually of course that's just going to happen and it's just is totally just random um, and there's this weird thing called the birthday problem or the birthday paradox. Um, I think I've heard is, of this, yeah. Which is all to do with like coincidence and probability. 
And basically, it says that if you get a group of people together, that when there's 23 people, there's a 50% chance probability that two of those people will have the same birthday. Yeah, that's bonkers. Um, if there's 70 people, there's a 99.9% probability that two two of the people will have. Um, that's crazy. And if there's 367 people together, there's a 100% probability, cause as there's only 366 possible birthday days including the february the 29th yeah but like in that group of people you're like oh fucking hell i've got the same birthday as you how mental is that it's like well no it, it's not actually that that mental there's a paradox yeah. lad yeah. i sit next to at work has got the exact same birthday as me and then shell's sister's husband has got the same day, same birthday as me it's not that uncommon yeah a guy in my class in school had the same birthday there's also a mental thing that you can almost notice coincidence more if you're looking for it. That's what I was going to say. If you subject yourself to situations, yeah. surely then you can call more things. Oh, oh, it's another coincidence. Where so it's like, nah, you just put yourself there. So there is four things that you can do to influence more coincidence happening in your life, which I thought was pretty mental. Okay. And that if if you like try f- these four strands, you'll start to get it more. And what 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 it's the sort of research suggests is that like there's people out there that are just fall into this bracket, and they're the people that often bring up, oh my god, coincidence happens to me all the time. This happens to me all the time, and it's just because they do these different things. Okay, why are they? So number one is people that v- very much pay attention to the, their surroundings. So like pe- uh, coincidence happen to people who are f- uh, mindful and notice things. So, you know, like they go about their daily ac- activities, but are constantly like scouring around, looking at everything and studying people around them, like what clothes people wear in. Then you might think, oh, I've got the same jacket as that PS. Now where's that? Do you know what I mean? Like just paying attention to stuff a lot more rather yeah, than just yeah. going through talking to strangers. Basically, like if you don't introduce yourself to somebody that lives next to you, yeah. you might never know that you both were from Middlesbrough or you were both born in the same hospital on the yeah, same if you day. stay in your little bubble, the chances yeah. go down. Yeah. That- you just already know stuff um number three is people that seek meaning in stuff so like whether they look at numbers on a license plate and try and see like links to words or birthdays in like lottery numbers and stuff like that or people that like listen to lyrics in songs a lot often get coincidence because it like if you're really paying attention to what the words are it's more often than not that they're in your brain and like you're singing you know singing to yourself in your head and then when you hear it on the radio it's more more chance of the coincidence happening right and the fourth one is mental and i'm sort of interested in actually trying it down write coincidences down so keep a long log of all the coincidences that occur in your daily life the more that you notice coincidences the more likely they are happen to you i think you've gone a bit cuckoo by that stage yeah it's like you're rocking in your chair but it's just it's just mad man like i don't, wouldn't say it happens to me all the time but in, probably because it, it it stops me in my tracks enough to think oh that was a bit weird but it it, it is just a sort of bizarre weird little it's nothing. I don't believe there's anything in it. I just think, like I say, the world's just so much stuff's happening. Parallels are, are going to be drawn. But it does give you a sort of weird feeling when it's like, whoa. Yeah. Like for a split second, two random activities align perfectly. I thought it was kind of a cool little Do you think thing. an animal can feel a coincidence? Mm, like nah. if a dog comes in and it double takes like what that's a bit of a no way i was just thinking about bones <laughs> yeah. and there's a bone yeah schmack up bloody hell thought about them a minute ago it's the first nah. thing i would ask an animal what's your thoughts on it lb you've been pretty See, silent i never noticed them and like now that you've told me them four things i understand why i don't ever notice them you just don't give a like, shit yeah no i just like stranger danger <laughs> Yeah, I never speak to strangers. Couldn't tell your own neighbour's name. I know he's, I know his face and he's bald, but that's about it. And his car, I know what car he's got. You don't but... go, oh, he's got the same trackies as me. Nah, don't do that. The birthday thing's the only thing that I think you see I can relate see to. So it's just like, oh yeah, we've got the same birthday. Like, but I wouldn't go, oh, that's mental as if. I feel like I used to be a victim to it a lot more when I was younger, especially the like you said out the numbers, the the lyrics, listening to songs. When I was a teenager, I would listen into songs so much, Mm. especially ones even if it's love songs. I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, it's like they're proper speaking to me. They know the situation exactly. Mm 
Um, I, bet, I bet like in your early teens, coincidence happens with loads because like a lot of those things, like you're paying attention to the world so much more because you're like, everything is new, you're out there, everything's new, you're talking to new people all the time for the stranger yeah. things and like you're looking for meaning in everything you see. So yeah, you're probably right. There's probably something in like just that age of being such a sponge for... What other ones were there? There was the strangers... The... Paying attention to just like things that you go around your daily. Just activities. be more observant. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I used to be a lot more like that. I was very. I still am sometimes, but I don't really have the coincidences as much. Yeah, mm. I've had it a few times where we're in the design studio at work, and we'll have the radio on. Like I've had it like maybe once or twice where I've said a word, and then the person, like a quite a you know an obscure word, not, mm. and then the person on the radio will say that, and it is just like such a a mental sort of thing that things could line up that perfectly. Yeah. But wow, like I, say, I can't believe that happened. I was I do quite a lot. Here's here's one where I have it often, but is it a coincidence? I don't know. I'll often be syncing some sort of music to something maybe i'll be have a film on on the telly and then yeah. i'll get it up on the ipad or on the laptop as well i'll just click in the middle of the video somewhere and bang it's pretty much bang on in sync within a few milliseconds of where it is on the telly just yeah. from me clicking and i'm like oh and that sort of thing happens quite a lot the same with songs if i'm like oh i want to get that song at the same time so if i walk into another room mm. uh yeah that could just be us yeah or yeah my skill very yeah. Smooth. Skills. <laughs> sweet time pop uh line skills but no i thought it was just a spooky little thing to bring up but also mate just worth just throwing the marvel olympics out there for anyone not not versed in it get it on it's great highly highly recommend it should we talk about my subject get it on the go let's go for it right this week i want to be talking about camping as in tents (laughs) camping Okay. Yeah. Any any sort of like it, it, just that that one one word. Oh, is, do you like camping? I love it, mate. LB, I love it. Hey, <laughs> dramatic pause. I was I had to think about it for a second. Going, do I really love it or do I not? Because every time I go camping, it's always for some sort of boozy weekend, and I hate waking up sweating in a tent, like yeah. or roasting, or yeah, or soaking. I never do it for just like. Let's go camping for this weekend. It's always like a festival or... Yeah, you were used to as kids. When's the last time you went camping? Uh, So our friend has a uh, festival in his parents' land. It's more of a garden, more of a land than garden. Um, Every year, so probably this time last year. Yeah, that's the last time you were tented up. Last time I was in a tent. Same for you, Rich? Same seas, I think. Yeah, Um, I've I've been out camping when I was, I think, in Spain or more recently... Somewhere random here in this country. At the beginning of the year, before lockdown. We've not asked Hemo, but are you into it? I know it'd be a bit of a random thing for you to bring up camping as a subject if you weren't, but... Can't bloody stand the thing. <laughs> Sleeping bags. <laughs> Fucking... <Yeah>. Plastic cutlery. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> bloody campfires. I just had visions of you booting a sleeping bag out of the tent. <laughs> not just going all anywhere. Just... I tell you what, right? Let's just start there. That that is a, um, you know, I'm jumping straight in. Why do they not go back in them bags? What when you bags? have to roll them up? They do. Yeah. You just got to have the know-how, mate. Just make them a little bit bigger. Yeah. I always feel like I've got it in a headlock. My elbows in there. I've got a knee in it, trying to get it in. They don't even want to go back, man. And not just the sleeping bag, man, the tent as well. That, <laughs> that never wants to go back in its fucking bag. <laughs> just got to have a little patience, boys. I, there's been a few tents I've had in my life where it's been delivered, and I think that ain't fucking going back in that bag. No <laughs> chance, man. And yeah, like you say, LB, when you've got an hangover, where you, whether it's a music festival or something like that, it's just like the last thing I want to be doing is wrestling you back in that bag. Um, yeah. What age, what sort of age were you when you first did, did camping? Me, it was yeah. uh, probably sort of seven or eight in the back garden. Yeah, man. Yeah, back garden camp. That's where we started off. Bit of camping in the back garden. Me and yeah, LB, I got like yeah. a little. I got a little army tent for my birthday one year. Yeah, it was and, great. Like, like you know, camped in that for quite a few years. It was like a like very sort of Wes Anderson sort of you know like two poles upright triangle little triangle. Green little orange inset, and the it was awesome, man. I loved that little tent, LB. 
yeah, I remember us like pleading with the parents, like, let's let us sleep outside. Let us sleep in the garden. Where was your ha- where was your garden? Was it in a safe location? Yeah, just like the back garden. Yeah, did it back onto other people's? Uh, no, main road. Main road. Main road. Okay. I but think they trusted that, you not to run out in the middle of the night. I think the first the first time Dad was uh, roped into <laughs> roughing it in the tent as well. Well, that's it. Yeah, I think I had a couple camping with my dad, but then I'd have like friends over and we'd camp in the garden, but my dad would stay in the conservatory. So right. it's like he's downstairs nearby, keeping that safe watch. Yeah. But then as I got a bit older, it was more just, yeah, just go and camp in the garden all the time. I'd often yeah. have a tent up, especially during the summer. It'd just be like, yeah, I'm going out in the garden. And I remember seeing on Home and Away once, I can't remember his name, but there was a character and he said to his mum, dad, like, all right, I'm going to go and live in the garden. Took his tent, right. set it up. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. And so I just used to stay in the garden quite a lot. Um, They get up, up, very up, man. Big downside. Were you ever in any sort of like scouts, beavers, cubs sort of like things? And after yeah, I was in like do I was in the Cub Scouts. Yeah, yeah we I was in, but never camped. I went on a camping trip, man, and it was like a full-on industrial military tent. You know, massive, yep. big old, like big canvas sort of, sheets, thick canvas. Yeah, huge thing. Like it was like poles that you had to screw pole into pole into pole to get the fucking thing up up. Mate, and I remember so many kids that had like rolled next to the edge of the and touched all the outside, and all the condensation were fucking and soaked. <laughs> sheep shit. Yeah, that's what I always remember from mine. Everyone waking up, being like, "Oh God, someone's some little plonker has gone out and grabbed loads of sheep shit, brought it in, put it in people's mouths." <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we used to go on quite a few cub trips, and yeah. then. I joined the Duke of Edinburgh at school. Oh, really? And we, yeah, and we did Duke of Edinburgh camping trips as well with schoolmates, so that was pretty cool. We, um, we used to go camping quite a lot for, like, summer holidays. Um, just, like, you know, like, even if it was just, like, a weekend in the summer, like, mum and dad just packed the car, let's just go. We used to go to, like, uh, do you know, like, Hemsley sort of way, Hemo? Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, camp there and just go... You know, like massive big uh, fields, just play footy all weekend. Would it be a campsite or just a, a random field? Yeah, it was a campsite. It yeah. was a campsite, but like it was, it was a really cool camping place where there was lots of like you know people that would have like a paired caravan that would be there most of the time. Yeah, yeah. But out out the back, they had like a huge field where if you just wanted to go in a tent, you could do. But not many people did it, so it like. Uh, our parents, like a couple of our friends' parents, would like get tents, and it would pr- pretty much just be us in them fields barbecuing. Obviously, <laughs> dad and his mates having the beers and that, just playing footy all summer. They were great, great memories, man. I loved camping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my dad used to work for like um, a camping and caravan magazine, so we right. used to just get loads of sort of go and test out caravan ones. In certain caravan yeah. parks all around the country, that was a weird. Caravan place. parks are uh, not caravan parks, but the caravan lots are a weird thing. Do you ever where go they're there like... the whole time? No, no, no. Like where you go buy one from? Yeah, all right. No, I've never gone to buy one. Only. Yeah, very bizarre. I remember weekends like because uh, yeah, parent uh, mum and dad got quite into the old camping. We had like uh, we eventually upgraded to a trailer tent, mate. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It just so pops up weird. on the back of the trailer. No, so like it's like a little trailer that goes on the back of the car, but the top half is soft like a tent, but the beds like fold out from it. Okay, how big does it go? Like big man, it's got like a kitchen inside it, and then oh, it right. had like a big awning outside. They were cool, and we used to go to like um uh, like Cornwall, Devon, Newquay camping. Like it's in quite the summer. far from your end, cross country. I tell you what, there were yeah. some long ass. There was plenty of. Are we there yet in the car? Would you go do a whole journey or would you camp off on the way down? No, whole uh, a few times. We, no, no, a few times. Uh, I think when you were a bit littler, we did stop and camp like one night somewhere. Yeah. But no, it was, it was good, man. I liked camping. I like like the little camping stoves, you know, doing like barbecues, cool oh, yeah. boxes. It's just like there's a very weird sort of like niche product range of shit for camping in there. Are you or a little a, fold out stuff, anything that can fold or has a hinge. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's it's very hinge based. <laughs> Balls Even, that fold up. Yeah, little cups that like, like go into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very 
pop out full D vibes. I'm Man, down I, with I all would, that. I would quite like to do a camping holiday well, that's not well, a festival. I mentioned, I mentioned to you not long ago, didn't I, about going camping with Harry. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Shell's proper not in to go and camp in. So I was like, who can I rope into going? Yeah, I'd be up for it, man. I've got the tent. Yeah. I think we could Maybe do it and then it. put Harry to bed. We can record a podcast around a fire. Yeah, the Ooh. old campfire campsite podcasting. Yeah, yeah, I'd be up for that, man. Yeah. I wonder if uh, the old fox home's still a thing in MZ. We'll have to have a look. Yeah, man. Have a Google because that, that was a great. It would be, it'd be interesting to go back there as an adult. Um, yeah, and then. Exists. How many times do you think you've actually been there? A lot, man. Like in a summer, we'd maybe go like three, four times in like the six weeks holidays, like maybe once for a week, sometimes just for a weekend. Um, Celebrating 40 years in business, 1979 to 2020. Wow. You were conceived there, weren't you, Albie? (laughs) (laughs) When the tents are rocking, don't come knocking. And it's called Hemsley, and now I'm Hemo, and that's a coincidence. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Coming at you, Van Helmsley. <laughs> it's well weird going to, like, the shop, in it when you're camping? Like, yeah. no point in your life are you ever like, can you put these things in your freezer for a quid? <laughs> Just, like, getting cool, cool packs and that, like, frozen. Well, I've never done that, but that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, man. Yeah. The last big so, lot of camping I did was last year, going driving down to the south of Spain. So it was just a lot of, ah, we'll find a campsite and camp up. And it was it was really good. I got, got into it, doing it sort of maybe six, seven days in a row, but a different place, hundreds of miles away from each other every time. What is your worst experience with camping? Ooh, maybe a, a music festival. So yeah, that's my, yeah. my worst experience. So me and Rich decided <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon, that we would go to Leeds Festival when it started on the Thursday. So we were like, right, let's just go. We'll just I, I, well, just back, just, just back up a second. Back up a second. Yeah. We don't have tickets to go to Leeds Festival. Of course. We have nothing. Who has tickets? It's so a win. <laughs> so someone managed to lend us a tent and just said, I've got a tent. You can take it there. It's in the cupboard. So before we left, we picked up that tent went through town, stopped at a booze shop in town, bought some beers, and then just got on the train. Yeah, I think, so we had some rogue borrowed tent. We stopped at a shop. I think we spent about 200 quid on booze. In the shop. And then on the train we go. Uh, so on the train, I reckon we must have drank about 100 quid worth <laughs> of the booze. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time we come out of the lead station, we're absolutely hammered. We then yeah. managed to get on the bus to take you to the festival, buy tickets. We got tickets at the at the gate, and then what, got yeah. I mean, official the, tickets. Yeah, official the tickets. Comf- the, the confidence of like how this plan was going was all too well. Like you know, we get the te- we think we need a tent. Somebody gives us a tent. We go get booze. We get on the train. We're well proud of ourselves. Let's celebrate. Get on the bus. Get on the bus. Buy a ticket at the door. We're in. So as we're sort of walking up to where our friends who have already gone are camping, we were like, the heavens opened and it poured down so much. And when it was soaking, it was freezing. <laughs> so we were like, right, let's get this tent up as soon as we can. So we undone the bag, got the tent out, threw it on the floor as to like, this is where we're going to camp. Looked in the bag, no poles. <laughs> and like when lb says it's raining do you know when dennis nedry in jurassic park is like fooling around trying to get that canister and he's like wiping his glasses he's probably drenched (laughs) mate it's like that level of raining it's horrendous two of the other people that we'd gone with were absolutely hammered and just like falling around all over i mean rich just looking at each other like did you not think not to just get underneath needed. the canvas of the tent? No, I think it was we too wet. It was too wet. By the time we'd already got there, the ground was like, it had gone. Oh dear. So I spent the rest of the weekend in a two-man pop-up tent with six people. <laughs> just, oh, it was horrific. But was it really muddy as well then? Yeah, yeah it was bogging. Like, oh God. I, don't, I remember the people that had lent us the tent 
turned up a couple of days later, like, yeah, what's happened to our tent? It's like, mate, so we've angry. Been, we've been roughing it for like three days because you didn't give it supply, no poles. Forget your tent. <laughs> and she was angry that we hadn't put it away. She was like, why haven't you looked after it? It was like, look at it. <laughs> Soon we you laid were... it on the floor. It was, it was a goner. <laughs> yeah, so you weren't there, man. You weren't there. Okay. Um, I think the festival tent thing is is a, a is a both joyful and terrible experience all rolled into one. I really like the sort of like uh, weird little community of tents just all nestled next to each other. It brings yeah, you can make friends with people very quickly. Just sort of yeah. weekend friend and and just the sort of on like a kind of zoomed out scale how everyone's just loads of humans are just slept sleeping in a field. Getting bollocks, bollocks. Yeah, yeah just, doing all the the tent related activities. Just chilling. drunk people falling over your tent. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. On the old guide ropes. Yeah, just hitting every guide rope on the way back to your own. It's always very intense, mate. LB, hey. do you do you want to tell the story of uh, Ricky and the pop up tent? Oh God, so. <laughs> One of our mates from back home, Ricky, had come to Leeds Festival and we'd already been camping and he rang me and was like, come help me at the car park. I was like, okay. So no, I no, walked no, all... no, 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 but let me okay. tell this bit first. Okay, okay, it's okay. Cheap. Like, so I walked all the way back to the car park to meet him. He was like, get that bag. So I went to pick up this bag and then I was like, no, I'll get this stuff. He was like, all right, okay, I'll get this one. And as soon as he picked the bag up, both handle, like the bag came up and then all of a sudden the bag just hit the floor. And he was just left with two handles. Like, I was like, what's in the bag? And, like, opened it thinking there was going to be loads of booze in there. He just brought tinned food for the whole weekend. But, like, what? there was crates, crates of beans, crates of, like, everything. It was mental. Was it, like, but a sort of hold-all? It was, like, a big hold-all, yeah. And he picked both handles up. And as soon as it got to, like, waist height, it just went... <laughs> and just hit the floor. And that was it. So managed was he planning to get on cooking it for everyone? Well, he didn't even have like anything to cook them in. He was just like <laughs> he just brought them and like no barbecue, no gas stove. But we managed to get all the way, <laughs> all the way back to the where we were camping, and he just threw up that tent, didn't he? Well, I think to preface it, the whole walk there, as we're struggling with this body bag with no handles on, he said, "It's going to be class when we get there, mate. I've got a pop new pop up tent. You just throw it down, pop it pops up straight away." No, no poles or anything, you know. Bearing in mind, me and LB are carrying the bag with no handles. He's just <laughs> carrying it like high a on life. Yeah, just like mate, pop up tent, pop up tent. It's only thirty five quid, pop up tent. So yeah, just gonna just when we get there, remember, I'm just gonna throw it down. You fools are all gonna be putting poles up in there. I'll be just chilling, eating a can of beans. <laughs> and yeah, so we get to the campsite. And he throws the tent, and the gust of wind just gets it and flings the tent away. <laughs> did it? Did it pop up though? Yeah, it popped up. Yeah, it popped, and, popped like, up the and then popped off. off. <laughs> yeah. but, like it blew away, and then he's just like he put it up, didn't he? And he looked, took one look at it, and he was like, "I can't sleep in there. It's going to be soaking in there." But he was like, "Right, I'll put it away because it was thirty-five quid. It'll do for in the garden." And just watching him wrestle a pop-up tent. Another thing of how do you get back in the bag? They are just, quite tricky as well. Just wrestling with it, limbs going everywhere. Nah, brilliant. I remember once yeah. camping in my parents' garden, and right. I'd convinced my mate who was camping with me. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is us out here for the night now. They've locked the doors. We're like locked out the house, so that's it." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I need a shit," and he went to the back <laughs> of my garden and took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, I was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> okay." I was joking, and the, and your mate was what, Bear Grylls. Wow. Well, that's it. Yeah, Bear Grylls. So when we go on our little camping trip that's now been organised, yeah, we'll do we'll do a nice one with Harry, and then should we do a Bear Grylls one? Would you ever do that? Do you know? Do you know what I'd be really interested in is yeah. doing like some proper remote camping. Like I've always been intrigued by you know the like people that do it in the snow and that. And the okay. weird sort of, have you seen them tents that have got like almost inflatable poles, like the sort of bridge of it? And they use them a lot for like when they're out on the snowy peaks and stuff. Yeah, they look cool. I just think, how is it hot enough in a tent, man? They've got them little packs that when you snap them in half, they give off a bit of heat and warm your pocket up. Mm. 
But no, I, w- I would like to do some rogue maybe, wild. Maybe camp. not that extreme where we have to buy specialist equipment. I just thought yeah. a knife and some Base rope. camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, nice we, we did that. We have, to, we have to make a little shelter and then sleep. Yeah, we it. did that at uni and then woke up. Go, we no, were, go right, on, LB. We were, like, one of our mates was watching loads of Bear grills. The other had like one of these like survival books. And they're like, we'll go camping, we'll do this, that, and the other. One was like, I've got an air rifle, we'll go, we'll go hunting. So we're like, all right. Well, I'll meet back here tomorrow and we'll go. So me and Jamie showed up with like a crate of beer and a backpack because we had now we didn't have anything. And then our other mate was like, I'll get an air rifle. I was like, yeah, my mom says I'm not allowed to take it, so I can't. I was like, All right, okay. <laughs> so we had a big tarpaulin and some crates of beer and some fishing rods. And we were like, well, we'll go camping. Mate, it so sounds walked, like the beginning of Stand By Me. We walked for about an hour and 45 minutes out of Lincoln into the middle of nowhere and then pitched up at this like little cat like spot near river beers straight in the little little beck keep them cool and then we started to set this camp up and all of a sudden out of the middle of nowhere a man appeared in full (laughs) camo do you know like them flat hats with like mesh hanging over the front he like walked packed with a big rifle. So he was a soldier? No, yeah. he was just some random bloke with an air rifle. Putting like, his down. We, we were like, we're just, we're just camping out. He's like, all right, okay. And we were like, if you get any like rabbits or out, can we have it? And he was like, yeah. And we walked <laughs> off and we started continued to like knob about for a bit. And then all of a sudden, like he came back and just dropped this rabbit in front of us and then just walked off. No words were said. That was it. So yeah, we Did you have anything up. to eat that rabbit? Yeah, yeah, man. So me and Jamie took beer, a packet of like rice, and <laughs> like an oxo cube. But no when protein, say, just on the hope of getting a rabbit. Well, yeah, when the rabbit say, with the protein. When you say a packet of rice, what are we? What do you mean? Like a microwave one? Or no, like... no, 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 like a bag. Yeah. Oil in the bag. No, 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 just like white rice, white grain rice. <laughs> I never forget waking up in this like blue tarpaulin thing and like seeing Jamie's eyes in front of me, just shivering in so such cold. Just going, put another log on that fire. I just died. Just walking. Around. I wouldn't care. I went in shorts and t-shirts. I was frozen. <laughs> just like an hour away from home, having the shittest time of your lives after eating rice oxen and some weird fella's dead rabbit. Like one of our other mates who'd brought the tarpaulin had brought this massive green bag, like this big like industrial army bag thing. Turned around and he just was asleep in that as like a sleeping bag. <laughs> and I've never been so jealous of a backpack before in my life. Just like, oh, I wish I had that. Did you have torches? Nah. Just the firelight of the, whatever the you've got going. Yeah. And what, is it just like in the wilderness? Like, yeah. Did any... I just, in my mind, I can see sort of like a housing estate backing onto like a bit of land that you used three, yeah, just roughing it on. <laughs> a lamppost just through the trees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love, I love the glowing world. orange of the fire. Uh, that's just the lamppost. <laughs> it's like a now, Tesco Express lights. just round the corner. <laughs> no, it sounds good, but it's one of them things if you're out there, have, have you ever had to just say, right, I'm packing up and going home? Nah. No, Didn't. Was it? Did you camp on a, a weird hill once, LB? And it was like, oh, the tent was all messed up. I was that oh, not God, you? Yeah, no, it was me, me, Bonner, and a few other mates. It's like we'd gone out to go watch like some meteor shower at the top of the hills in Borough, <laughs> just to get away from the pollution. Like, let's go. <laughs> and we'll be, we, might, we might be able to see it. Yeah, but it was yeah. awesome, man. We used to do it like quite a lot. And like when we were teenagers, we used to go camp there, lords. But yeah, woke up in the middle of the night, and it was mental. Just rain coming down sideways. I think Ricky was there that time. Every time I've had a bad experience, Cameron, Ricky's always been there. I think he is. He was. A, must be an omen. Coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. Ooh, very nice. Have you guys got any equipment at the moment? Have you got a sleeping bag? I've got. You've got all it, all of it, haven't you? Yeah, I've got two singles, a big double sleeping bag. I've, I've got a tent as well. Yeah, well, we're almost set then. Yeah, yeah I, I got it on some sort of hot UK deals thing in the, around Christmas, where it was like. Like no one's going camping. He's like <laughs> two hundred quid's worth of camping gear for like forty quid. But it's a good right. tent, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get out before the are summer you, is over. Are you an airbed in the tent guy? Or are you? Uh... I am now, and I used to think you no, 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 never. Yeah. But now I'm all about it. I've bring the laptop as well. Might as well sit and watch a nice <laughs> film. A <laughs> couple of different laptop. lights for atmosphere. 
get the generator on and get the PS4 on. Why not? I've done too much glamping, so it's, it's you've got to do it after like in the camper van and staying in yurts and stuff. I was going to say, have, have you been in a yurt? Yeah, I've been in a nice yurt. A re- how a how really good Mongolian one? What what's the crack with a the yurt then? Like it's just a big room that's a tent, tent with rug, tent with rugs in it. Yeah, but also like I've stayed in one where it's sort of fully furnished. It's got bed and are they like showers. proper massive? Uh, not proper massive, but bigger than my living room. Bigger than my bedroom. Maybe we just go get a year each instead of taking our. Yeah, I was going to say, that, mate. This this holiday set is sounding a lot more pleasureable as the the year. The year Alas Alas stayed in. They said it was about five grand for one of them. Wow. And it was all like handmade in Mongolia, and they ship it over and right. put it up. But it was very nice, and you could totally stand up in it. Maybe we're back in the tent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've stayed in a big dome bubble thing as well, looking over a mountain range. That was nice. What do you mean dome but, bubble? You know, so Eat, it looks the like Eden a big project. No, I think more crystal, the crystal dome in the crystal oh, maze. <laughs> crystal maze, yeah. Just one of them, a big sort of dome, and it had right. a bed and a toilet and a little kitchen in it. Sick. Looking out, and it was really nice, yeah. Looking at the stars at night, it was like, oh yeah. Uh, windy up stuff goes with camping a lot as well, not just foldy yeah. down. Windy like a up little... radio. Yeah, right, windy right, up right. radio, a windy up torch. torch. I remember, I remember we had a really cool radio. It was called like the Green Machine. That was like a sort of solar-powered windy-up radio mm. that we took camping. Solar uh, and wind-up. I learned to play a lot of card games camping as well. I think that's yeah. I'm big into card games, and I think that's where I learned most of them is like camping all days and that. What like when you were a kid? That's cool. Yeah, and I love it, man. All right, are we good, guys? We're good, man. We're good. That's it. Episode over. You can all wait till next time. Subscribe, comment, like, share, live, laugh, leave a review, give us a five-star rating. Please.